All right. Well, what's your bond name, Kickback, motherfuckers? It's a pod name, Kickback, dog. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say it all together. Man, all right, welcome to a Bond and Kickback, also known as the Black CNN, and the revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm No Breaks New, the righteous ratchet, the righteous ratchet, the righteous ratchet. Say it one more time, I don't think they heard you. The righteous ratchet. <laughs> if you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday. Monday. We right back at it. I feel fantastic. Yeah. Hear me. Yeah, what's up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA, Nerds with Attitude. Happy Schmunday, everybody. Happy Schmunday. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, new. I mean, you know, how was your weekend? Well, we helped our homeboy move this weekend. Yeah. Congratulations. New spot. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful neighborhood. Them goddamn Crazy steps. steps. Oh, my God, young. Them steps. And yes, I am calling you out live on the air. Yes, I am calling you out for the depth and the length and the lack of breath on those stairs. Carrying furniture up Nigga, and down. I got a fucking surgically repaired ankle. My <laughs> shit was so all day. I haven't done anything all weekend oh, man. because of the fucking injuries I've sustained and the setbacks in my my journey of becoming an NFL player with my ankle that I've suffered this weekend. <laughs> Nigga, like, I, I know everybody was tired. I know everybody was worn out. I know everybody was sore. Everybody wasn't doing it on a surgically repaired ankle, though. Ain't nothing I can say about that. You and I'm just are sitting there like, right. Slim. Absolutely right. I know you Slim. was tired. I know you was tired. We were all talking. We, I was like, I knew that shit was fucked up when I saw Jeremy Leaning over his shit. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeremy is the young nigga, literally right. like half our age. Yeah. That nigga was leaned over like, yo, yo. <laughs> Let me catch my breath a second. <laughs> See, I seen JB. JB was like, it's only like one more thing upstairs, new. I was like, I'm not going back upstairs until we get in the sofa. <laughs> until we get the big shit. I, mean, I can't do a meaningless trip upstairs yeah. for one little thing. Yep. <laughs> Every step is a, is a blow to my ankle. I'm not going up there to get a pillow, nigga. Like, nah. I'll wait till we got to get something big. Nigga. Yep. I was like, yep, that's totally fine. <laughs> yep. I'm okay with that. Totally okay with that. Man. That shit was crazy. But, it you was. Know, again, congratulations. Our homeboy got in there. No no big mishaps, no nothing, and it's yeah. a beautiful spot. And so. we don't have to do it every year, so that's great. Exactly. I'll be moving next year. We got to do it next year. Are you moving next year? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm 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 definitely not moving in the summer or the spring. <laughs> the, my my lease is up in September. So that's literally shit. Today was the thirtieth. Yeah. That's literally no twenty ninth. That's literally one year from now. I'll be moving in one year. Yeah, I'm not saying here, um, but um, I want to get into something that happened to me today, JB. Okay. Um, and I hit you on the five about it. Hit a couple of my homegirls about it, and I want to talk to y'all about it. So, I was told today that I was transphobic, or I guess maybe had transphobic thoughts, because. As you can see on the description, 
I don't label myself as a cisgender man. I I don't know that I am entirely certain of what that term means. So could you break it down for me and, you know, for our viewers, listeners? Cisgender man means you were born a man, assigned a man, and believe you're a man. So why wouldn't I just be a man? I, um, because I, because you could be born a woman, assigned a woman, but believe you're a man, and then have an operation, and become a man. So, in either of those circumstances, wouldn't I still be perfectly okay and valid calling myself a man if that's what I choose to call myself? Why do I need to add extra superfluous titles and? articulations to indicate how I feel I exist. Is I, I don't have any of the answers of to that. Of course, I'm playing devil's yeah, yeah, advocate. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think they're saying because they there's a distinction they're making between what they call a cisgender man and what would be a transgender man. Okay, uh, I again, believe I'm the, saying that right. Yeah, I'm okay with the distinctions. I just don't understand why it is incumbent upon you or necessary for you to make that distinction if you choose not to. That that's because the part if I that, don't, I'm transphobic. Apparently. Oh, I don't understand the shit neither. I'm just telling you what I was told. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I I, re- I really don't understand it because these are the these are the same these are the same I won't I won't say it like people like there's something other than what we are but these are groups of people who have same been, motherfuckers as us who have been who have been hell bent on creating proper terms and proper ways for them to describe and identify themselves. Fuck what everybody else says, who they are and what they are. They want to be able to identify themselves with confidence and pride and self-awareness. That requires a level of acceptance in order to be proper and true and universal. We don't get that because we are the oppressors. We are straight black men and we are the white people of our race. So we don't get to have those same benefits. We don't get to tell the oppressed how they identify us. And I know you are playing devil's advocate. I'm playing devil's advocate because that's you, the but rationale. You know how, but you know how much that white white men of America oh, shit oh, yeah. pisses me the fuck oh, off. Oh, me too. Dude. Me too. Like, like, how, like that's how you what's on the to, table. That's uh, what's on the table. But how though. you gonna turn around and call me a white man? Oh my g. Like, okay, so here, here's here's a, here's a point, new. Here's an interesting point. Um, Tox, what do they call it? Toxic paternity or or toxic masculinity? Toxic, toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity is something that has been identified as universal, panhumanic. All men do it across all societies, right? This is what we have established. Shit, women do it too. Well, this is what we have established. So how can you take my toxic masculinity and then turn me into a white man for that reason? Because so many men who are toxically masculine are not white. So I don't understand why I've got to be white 
for being guilty of what every other man in the world is guilty of, white, black, yellow, red, or green. Why, I, why do I have to be a white man because I'm a man? Yes, say I'm chauvinistic. Say I'm paternalistic. Say I've been disrespectful, if you want. Say I've even had unfair advantages. Not true, by the way, but say that if you want. But don't call me a white man and then turn around and say, you just like every other man on earth. But no, you just said I was a white man, right? Which means that I have conquered and oppressed people for thousands of years, which means that I have specifically alienated, subjugated, and, mar and marginalized black people, right? You can't or, tie According to them, black women and gay men, because we're the white men of the black race. And I'm like, did we take your values, your norms, your mores, your culture, your religion, your God away from you? Do you still not know who you are? We have not done what white people have done. It's an over-exaggeration. Um, I'm looking for a, a, a more uh, a more poignant word than over-exaggeration. I mean, honestly, I think that's... outrageous flies are fancy. <laughs> I think that is the best word, though, because you're exactly right. It is an over-exaggeration because, again, the, the only thing that you can really fault me as a black man for, and if you are a woman, is being a man, right? So that doesn't make me a white man. It just makes me a man. Like, I struggle with the definition of the logic behind the insult in and of itself. Just because it doesn't make like it doesn't make sense to me on a logical level, so I, I I struggle with people who are. But again, it's it's an illogical term. It's something that's made to shame us, in my opinion. Like honestly, you talk about slut shaming, like that whole black men or the white the white men of the whatever. I think that's male shaming. Honestly, I think it's I think yeah. it's a way to try and turn. I think it's a way to try and turn a difficult and emotional conversation to your control by putting somebody on their heels. And that's primarily why I don't respect it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and I'm going to say this, and JB, we might get canceled after this week. Cancel culture might come for us. But bring it on. Yeah. Take all 2,000 of our viewers every week. <laughs> Good luck. Fuck you. Um, Good luck with that. Them motherfuckers are saying now that they are more oppressed, like gay people are more oppressed, trans people are more oppressed, black women are more oppressed than black men. Let me tell you something to the LBGTQ community. You have not lost your values, your norms, your mores, your God, your religion, your culture, your philosophy. You haven't lost that. You haven't. You want to know where I'm from in Africa? Me too, motherfucker. Me too. I want to know. I want to know my culture. I want to know my original language. I want to know my original religion. I don't know none of that shit. There's not a gay person walking the earth unless you're black that goes, I don't know any of these things about myself. I don't know what my native tongue is. I don't know what my native language is. And I don't want to hear about the Holocaust either. Because I know you, you, you've maintained Jewish culture. You have the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, that stands up for you. Who stands up for straight black men? We just the white people of our race. Black women have disproportionately have job advantages, career advantages that we don't. Disproportionately. Yeah. We black men, straight black men are being killed disproportionately yeah. to uh, black women or gay black men or transgenders. So that is a fact. 
So, you know, um, there's a reason why my compadre is 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 uh, so vituperative at this point. What? You're vituperative. Yeah, I do be vituperative sometimes. Yeah. Y'all make me vituperative. What the fuck is vituperative? It mean it means that you being you being loud and and passionate and, and uh, angry. Yeah, and, and y'all y'all made me vituperative. And that, and that's okay. And the reason why this is happening is because part of this sort of fallacious argument is that somehow, somehow black men are now still, even to this day, more privileged. Now, most of the people who say this bullshit to me are actually a lot younger than me. Starting there. Starting there, first of all. So we're talking about, you know, how, how can you even talk to me about the fucking privilege or lack thereof that I have or had when you're half my age, number one. Number two, let me say this. Um, I can't remember the last time I had a male boss. Mm. Now, oh. let, let me let me let me say that again. Big let boss, me, let, let, me, oh. let me let me let me be clear. JB Frank, the gangster geek, the Harvard graduate. I I actually can remember the last time I had a male boss, and that was when I was in college. Not even graduated college, so that would have been what new ninety five or six seven. Yeah, a solid twenty two years ago. Um, oh no, wait, you was in college in the forties. That's like shut eighty up, years. <laughs> um. So and 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 you know, and the black one would be like, so what does that mean? So what? Well, what it mean? What it means is that my life experience doesn't show me as having this incredible place of privilege because most of the people who have lorded over me, I want, I hate to use that word, but you guys like to use it, so there it is. You know. But JB, been, but JB, have you ever been raped at a at a party? So you don't understand what what real privilege is. What, you don't have to worry about getting raped at a party. I don't I don't I don't I don't understand how those two things in any way, shape, or form are connected. Um Me neither. Because because one one is one is about one is about one like horrible aspect of the male female dichotomy and the other is about what happens in the workplace and don't nobody give a fuck about black men there it is straight black men cuz they care they they give a whole fuck about transgender black men and gay black men don't nobody give a fuck about straight black men because we're the white people of our race and don't nobody give a fuck about us and that that by itself marginalizes our existence. That by itself puts us at the bottom of the fucking totem pole. And that's why we're not fucking with y'all. And that's why I want to use my privilege to help you because you don't give a fuck about me. Fuck you talking about. Yeah, I mean, and 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 you bring up an interesting point there, New, because we're constantly hearing about how black women have ridden and died for us over the years and decades, and how all of these, all of this amazing support has happened. Can I can I can I, can I call some bitches out? I, feel free. <laughs> I had a girl I was dating tell me we always on the front line for you. We do everything for black men. Y'all don't do nothing for us. And I was like, bitch, what you do? I'm with you every day. What the fuck have you done? Besides retweet a black man in jail post. I work for No More Murders DC in the fucking community. 
I, non-Christian, was in churches giving speeches to the kids to bring them together. I, in Atlanta, dedicate a portion of every single check I get to the African-American Boys and Girls Club in Atlanta for school supplies. I hand write notes to children. So when they get these after-school snacks, it's a message from me directly. I do that. And I asked her, what the fuck do you do? Besides retweet some shit. Retweet free Freddie Gray, free so-and-so. What do you do? And she was like, well, since I haven't done any of those things, I guess I can't talk. No, you can talk, but don't talk like you're doing something. Don't stand on the shoulders of your ancestors, the, the generation before you, that did actually do some fucking work. Don't stand on the shoulder of the giants yeah. of two generations before you that did do some fucking work for black men. Yeah, like, I'm, this I'm millennial very, generation, y'all yeah, ain't doing shit. I'm, I'm very glad you put it. Not exactly, a fucking thing. I'm very glad you put it exactly and precisely that way because I am really, really tired of hearing about women in their twenties who got caught up with some bum ass nigga, and then they're gonna turn around and say they did all of this stuff for black men and the, all of this for the black race and this, that, and the third. When we can't talk about any marches they've been to. We can't even talk about any letters or, or any congressmen they've written. Any babysitting. <clears throat> they ain't do shit. We can't. They just out there having hot girl summers living their best life. Fuck on my face with that bullshit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously, obviously this is a t this is a tough topic because um I think a lot of times people are trying to they're trying to bully you into being politically correct. And what they're losing is their sensitivity and their empathy when they do that. When you try and bully me into using terms about me, then that let, let's just call out what it is. You're not, you're not some sort of social activist. You're a fucking bully. Like you're trying to you're trying to turn me into something that I don't want to turn into. You're you're basically doing what you complain everyone else is doing. And here's the fun part, new. Um, a lot of this, a lot of this. Oh well, you're a homophobic and you're a transphobic and this, that, and the third. Trans people aren't telling me that. It's it's angry women who are mm. tangentially involved mm. in that community who are telling me that. You know. You ate a couple of big bitches' pussies one night when you got drunk, and all of a sudden you're down with the LGBTQTI community, and you can tell me how to label myself. Like, the fuck are we talking about right now? You know, and it's that again, it's that lack of depth that is yeah. the problem. Check check out uh, the, the the post. Yeah, I got you. Um, and that's what frustrates me. And if I'm coming off as like, ooh, he's so angry, I I. I am a little angry. I'm gonna keep it hundred, but I'm not angry at people. I'm not. I'm not angry at the transgender community or the LGBTQ community, LGBTQI community. I'm angry at people that are judging me based on how I interpret it. Like, like you're you're determining my support. You're 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 you're, you're labeling my support. You're labeling what I believe, and you're taking it from I support you. I'm riding with you, but I'm not gonna call myself. Cisgender. It's like, oh, well, you not with us. Motherfucker, have I told you what to call yourself? 
Exactly. Have I told you, have I called you out of what you want to be referred to as? Exactly. Now, if I did that, if I called you by the wrong pronoun, out of disrespect, then yeah, I, get me. I'm wrong. You know, handle me. But I, I, I don't even believe in the fact that you can change gender. I don't believe it. But I will respect your choice to do it. Yep. And I will shut the fuck up about it. Yep. And I will support your right to do it against my personal belief. Just like with abortion. I'm against abortion. Yep. We've I'm talked pro about choice. that. We've talked about that. Because it ain't about time. me. Yep. I'm yep. very insignificant in this. We know what I am. So I ain't got to fight for my right. I'll fight for your right. But you're not going to tell me what I got to call myself. And you're not going to judge me because of how I choose to identify. Mm-hmm, I'm 43 mm-hmm. motherfucking years old. Mm-hmm. I ain't been just a regular man all of my fucking life. You're not going to give me your extra title because you want to. I will respect your title for yourself because I love you and I'm in the fight with you. Despite my harsh uh, responses and pretense tonight, I love you. And I'm in the fight with you. And I'm on the side of justice. Well, You're not going to change me. And like, even with the civil rights movement, we did a civil rights movement. Who benefited the most? White women. How the fuck they hijack our movement? <laughs> civil rights was about rights for people of color. And white women benefited the most. I'm, yeah. I know my history. Yeah. A historicity. I look at it. I study it. I examine it. I know what you youngsters are trying to do. I know what you 20-something-year-old fucking millennials who don't have a fucking clue what's going on are trying to do. And you will not change me how I view myself. I will respect all of the changes you make to yourselves because that's you. Yep. You're not going to change how I feel about me. I remember motherfucker, uh, comedian say, uh, Cat Williams, like, self-esteem? How the fuck that make you feel bad? Self-esteem, that's how you feel about you. Bitch, how I, how I change how you feel about you? <laughs> you can't change how I feel about me. I'm a man. Yeah. Um, and and uh, if I can move, <clears throat> just transition briefly, New, um, because... These points are really, really important, but I like to lighten things up a little bit at this point, man, um, because, you know, we could talk about this subject all night. All night. You feel me? Um, so let's move on. Um, this one is great. It's our icebreaker of the day. Um, talking about our homeboy, Sam Jackson, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson has just been contracted as the first celebrity voice that will be released on the Alexa's, you know, I guess, mm. Celebrity voice platform, mm-hmm. right? So what this means is that you will have the ability to purchase Sam Jackson's voice and install it on your Alexa, you know, so that when she responds to commands or whatever, it'll be Sam, you know, and um, motherfucker, <laughs> right, right. I don't know that they're gonna do all of the custody shit. That would be dope if they did. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But dude, like, like I said, JB before, saves y'all. <clears throat> 
Jamie saved y'all. That's right. You're, you're welcome. I was about to. You're welcome. You're Jamie saved y'all. You're welcome, kickbackers. <laughs> yes, you're right. I did save them. <laughs> um, um, but I was saying, dude, like, if I ever get a voice on my Alexa, it's going to be like like Rihanna's voice or, or Scarlett Johansson's mm. voice. That smoky. Now, now, see, you're transphobic. How can you didn't pick a trans person voice? Because I don't know any trans people with sexy voices. I also, don't. trans people don't have sexy voices. I said I don't know any mm, trans people. You need people to change your circle. That's, how you, that's you. When Dave Chappelle said, that's the audience. That's you. That's how you sound. <laughs> if I find a dude, you say anything wrong, dude, I'm going to counsel you, dude, and I don't care how long it takes, dude. Right. That's you. That's the audience. Yeah, I can't wait. That's how you sound to me. <laughs> I want to hear how Sam Jackson sounded at Alexa Jones. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alexa, turn off the lights. God damn it, I'm turning them off. <laughs> Let's fuck with niggas who got Alexa. Alexa, play a pod named Kickback. Hey. <laughs> so anybody got Alexa in their house? Yeah. That shit has started. I'm not even gonna say uh, that. Nah, I like that. That's that's that's, that's more up. that's more hits on the on the jump. So yeah. Right. They, they, right. They, is, is that loaded up yet? It, it keeps going in and out. Uh, uh, okay. It takes a while to charge up. All right. Well. Um, just, just, just moving, moving forward a little bit. You guys. So we talked about our one of our viral stories, which is Sam Jackson being on Alexa. Uh, what else we got for him, JB? Um, well, I mean, you kind of, you kind of beefed up on the, on the, on the, on the gangster geek, uh, you know, aspects of the show this week. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, a very interesting uh, article was released. Um, several scientific organizations have now said um, that the bee, meaning the the common honeybee, is the most important living organism on the planet right now. Um, now, uh, is that straight? Gay, transgender, what, what is the B? This what is the B? What is the guy? This guy. Uh, it must not be black because we <laughs> are straight. Because don't well, nobody you know, give a fuck about straight black men. Well, um, the unfortunate part, new is that for decades, nobody has really given a fuck about bees. Um, we are symbolic to bees. We are the killer bees. Rizzo and Wu Tang said we the killer bees. They was right. Maybe so, new because right. people don't understand what bees do to our overall ecology and our overall environment. Something like seventy percent of the flora and fauna on Earth are dependent in some way on bees in their ecology. Let me say that again: seventy percent of the flora, meaning the living plants and fauna, the living animals on Earth are reliant on bees in a part of their ecology, meaning bees need to be somewhere inside of their food chain, right? Here's where they are. Their pollination. Exactly, New. Exactly. Here's where they're important to us because they pollinate all of our plants, all of our edible plants right now, even the agricultural plants right now. They still do that, right? Um, you know, you plant seeds outside and it's a garden and oh yay, look at look at how wonderful, you know, you know what a big part of why that garden is happening? The bees make it happen. Didn't Albert Einstein say like 
without bees, we we did in four years. Yeah, and and he was a hundred percent right. This epidemic has been going on for decades now. Bees have been been being destroyed and they've been trying to figure out why they first thought it was all of the pollution and the environmental shit. Um, but here's the fun part about what they have found new. They think that our use of cellular wave radiation is what is killing off the bees, interestingly enough. So they're saying it's our cell phone towers, our transmission towers, basically our use of energy, high pulse, high wave, high frequency energy that is killing off of these bees because the bees mistakenly take those signals as a signal that they need to leave the hive. So then you got thousands of bees, and this happens around cell phone towers and other places, but as that expands, it gets worse and worse and worse, and scarier and scarier and scarier. The Shit. So how do we fix it? Do we... Very good question. Like, do we get rid of our cell phones? Like... Well, well, you know, there are, so so pollution does factor into it. Um, environmental consciousness and environmental ecological change does factor into it. What we need to do basically is we need to lessen our, our carbon footprint and we need to make more open areas, areas free of all of this cellular whatever available for the bees to populate and to repopulate and to flourish. How do we do that though? Because that means we got to start. Like I got Sprint, damn near the worst cellular company to have in in the, in the South. Well, and no, it's it's a matter of preservation. You know, this isn't. It's going to sound weird, but this isn't the first time that a population has been severely endangered, and we've actually saved it from the brink. The perfect example is the buffalo. Buffaloes were almost extinct going into the middle of this century. We created wildlife preserves. We protected, we protected certain species of the buffalo. We created open tracts of land for them to be able to roam freely on. This is why they were being... Why, being, why the buffalo and not the tiger? That's what I don't understand. Like, why, why? Like, what was going on with them specifically? I'm not saying you should know. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Well, um, honestly, uh, tigers, tigers are suffering from extinction or or uh, endangerment in countries Shit. where where we don't have the we don't have the environmental control that we do in the United States. So well, cockroaches everywhere. Cockroaches are everywhere. Some bullshit. <laughs> Some bullshit, JB. Some bullshit. Why not the tiger, right? Why not and the feminists? Can we run out of them? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we, we should cancel this week, JB, just so you know. We should just put we them on a, a, a wildlife preserve. We'll, we'll create they, a They're canceling preserve. our show this week. I just want you to be I want you to be fully aware. We're gonna have we're gonna have a feminist preserve out in Yellowstone Park and let them all just <laughs> and, and they cancel our show. I just don't want you to be surprised <laughs> next week when we don't have a show. Oh man, they ain't they ain't canceling our show, man. We good, we good. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes us niggas just gotta speak our mind, man. Speaking of speak our mind, our other just went viral story. Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon on dating. Basically, he did a <clears throat> he did an interview and he said knew that. Um, He's not interested in marriage anymore. He's not, nope, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm good, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm just going to be out here doing my thing, and yeah, you know. <laughs> He's not interested in monogamy, not just dating. Well, not okay. interested in the monogamy. Yeah. Um, I, watched, I watched the interview. Um, he, did, he said it a couple times. He said it once with the ladies from the real TV show, 
which I, I hadn't paid no attention to, JB, but there's a, remember the, the View? Yep. There's a woman's TV show called The Real with all women of color. Um, Tia, no, Tamara Maori, the one of the twins, Tamara. Mm -hmm. uh, Lonnie, African-American woman who's a comedian. Adrian Bailon, who was in 3OW. Mm -hmm. Dig it, dig it, whatever the fuck that song was. And Jeannie Ma, who's dating, who's the Asian okay. woman, Jayden, dating yeah, Jeezy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, they, um, what do you call it? They uh, talked about, they, they were on Nick Cannon's show when their new season started, season six. Congratulations to you ladies. Love you. I have been watching it since I found out Jeezy dated one of them. That's when they got on my radar. So I like the show. I mean, it's cool to me, whatever, you know. Um, yeah. it's, it's women of color. I'm gonna love women of color on the of show. Course, of so course, so I, I love it. I mean, um, it sounds good to me. It sounds great to me. Yeah, um, and it's all about sex a lot too. But um, they were saying that, um, on doing that interview, he was saying like, "I'm gonna be single. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I don't practice monogamy. It don't work. I've always failed at it, and I ain't gonna try it no more. Right. I'm gonna do what I'm doing, and I tell ladies up front what I'm doing, and they can get with it or they can not. And I'm like, that's polyamory. And polyamory, if, if if you've been watching the show, you see that's something that I've been exploring. It's something that I've been looking into. It's something that I'm become becoming well versed on. And um I, I know that there are, there are a lot of different polyamorous communities, and a lot of them operate totally different than the others. And like with anything else, it's very, very, very interesting. Because these communities, um, there's not one broad stroke for polyamory. Um, polyamory could be me and two women. It could be me, a woman, and a man. It could be me, two women, and two men. It could be a polycule, which we have several men and several women. We can all interact. We could not interact at fucking all. Um, and I'm learning all of this now. And um, I'm not... Uh, not only am I not opposed to polyamory, I'm interested. So I'm looking into it, and I'm learning, and I'm navigating my way through it, and I'm seeing who fits into what, you know, my I, my personal ideal of a relationship, my vision of a relationship has been totally torn down yeah. from 2018 to 2019. So I am technically redefining what I think it means and what I think it looks like. I have no idea what a healthy relationship looks like in 2019. So I am totally open to any prospect that would lend itself to me being heterosexual. Well, <laughs> if um, I explain that properly. Yeah, I, uh, I think you put that very precisely, actually. And precisely, I think, is the perfect word because you were very, very careful to be respectful yet honest and clear. You know, so allow me to try and do the same. <clears throat> I don't understand the whole polyamory life or environment in any way, shape, or form. My main, my main paradigm in terms of relationships has been within the context of monogamy, even when I wasn't okay. monogamous. You know what I'm saying? Um, so <clears throat> what I can say about it is that um, 
with respect, I just don't understand it. You know, so my goal is to try and at least understand what it is more. And then, and that's not necessarily an indication of interest or, you know, like I want to get involved. But at a minimum, I just want to be knowledgeable enough to avoid being disrespectful. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Boom. Let's do this. And I'm not the expert, so I don't want to serve as that, but I'll serve as somebody who's at least studying. Mm -hmm. What don't you understand? So, so one of the one of the questions that I have new is just how it relates specifically. Well, we, well, there we, we go. We in business. Um, <clears throat> so bear with me just one second, y'all. Um, yeah. What, so okay. So one of the things that <clears throat> I don't understand new is um, how some of the uh, traditional family constructs work within side of a polyamorous relationship or a polyamorous family, if you will. So, you know, how, you know, specifically speaking, like, you know, who handles life insurance for the children, who, you know, who takes over, le you know, legal guardianship on the male-female side. Um, and again, these aren't these aren't things that would preclude a relationship, but they may they they need to get settled before we start talking about life partnership. You feel me? Uh, yeah, and that will be different depending on your specific dynamic. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. if it's you and two women, you know, there, there's an answer to that. If it's you, a man and one woman, there's an answer to that. If mm -hmm. it's you three women and one man, other man, is an answer to that. If it's you and ten women, it's an answer to that. If it's a woman with ten men, it's an answer to that. So you kind of have to, you know, speak to a, a specific dynamic. Is There's no cookie-cutter answer. Yeah, that's fair. And that's the answer. Yeah, I, I, so, I think that's, I but, think but, that's but, a perfect answer, though. Yeah, that's but, fair. But there is But an there is answer. an answer, though. There's yeah. an answer to like, yeah, there's an answer to every question. Mm -hmm. Because people that are polyamorous aren't all of a sudden stupid. Yeah. They're not all yeah. of a sudden irresponsible. Absolutely. Absolutely They're not, not all of a sudden less thoughtful than you. Yeah. It's yeah. just how they choose to handle their romantic life. Yeah. And so those things, who handles it when it's a man and a woman? Well, the man and the woman. The, the man and the woman do. Who handles it when it's two men? I guess... The two men do. Who handles it when it's two women? Yeah, I guess the two women do. So who handles it when it's polyamorous? I guess all of them do. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, hey, I feel like I earned 100 points in the poly community <laughs> for, for, for answering that question. Well, I mean, that way. Yeah. you know, it's... It, it's uh, it's you know, it's 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 one of the first questions that pops to mind amongst many. But you know, these are the kinds of conversations that I want to have. And again, the goal isn't to be disrespectful by any stretch of the imagination. The goal is just to try and understand more so that I can relate better. You feel me? Yeah, and 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 I I, I, I do for you, JB, because I I know your heart, and I know that's not where you at. I know I know you're not trying to be disrespectful. I don't know you have no intention on that, but it, it, you know it is interesting that you you wonder what that dynamic is. When you do, you wonder what it is with gay people. Do you, you know two women? Do you wonder what it is with two men? 
Like, why do you wonder what it is in a polyamorous situation? Why is that the situation where you wonder? Well, okay, I, that, I'm glad you brought that up, New, because with uh, with homosexual relationships, you know, I I have a pr I have a, a a much greater familiarity with. Uh, with what that is because it was a big part of their movement for gay rights, uh, the right to be able to be recognized as a partnership under law. Now, the, the big reason why they fought so hard for that new is because creating, creating legal familial partnerships is a huge part to wealth building as it exists in the United States. You know, the moment you get married, you expect to see another, well, for me, I don't know what it is for everyone, but I saw another $6,000 back on my tax return that very next year. You know, all I did was get married. I'm not talking about, you know, the whole love thing or any of that, you know, because Again, I'm not going to assume polyamorous people are stupid. So I know they've got the relationship part figured out. In fact, hell, that's why they're doing what they're doing. I know, I know they know how to care for a child and rear a child and raise a child. You know, I'm not going to say that make them being polyamorous and me not understanding it means that they don't know how to do that. That's not where I'm going at all. I'm looking at certain, you know, legal things like that and how those things work. And again, bringing up your example of homosexuals, I know how that works because I know how they fought for it and I know what the end result was. So I know what they do to make that work. They fought to get married and they get married, you know, so that's how they handle those things. Within the context of polyamory, I just don't entirely know how that works, you know. Well, it hasn't. Uh, it hasn't. It, I guess for any movement um, that's fr uh, that is mainstream, fresh. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, there's struggles, um, but as far as who takes care of children, that's not going to change. As far as how they're choosing a provider for it, that's not going to change. You know, whether it's straight, gay, polyamorous, whatever, the, the things that are in place are the things that are in place. If you're the father of the children and you have medical insurance, then the children are fine. That's not a question to be asked, in my opinion. Like, duh, who, who, who does it? If you're the father and you don't have a job, but the mother has medical insurance, duh, who, you know, then the children are on her insurance. Well, yeah, and um, and so so the children are the children are on you know a certain person's medical insurance, but again, you know, there's the concept of family uh, life insurance, and then there's the concept of um, again, you know, just some of the tax benefits that come from a legal marriage. And yeah, but that, that's not, we're not, well, we're not talking about that. We're talking well, about love. Because you're not, you, 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 well, I never, you didn't marry I, anybody for tax benefits. Time out. So Let's I never, so, so time out. So what I have already acknowledged is that within the context of polyamory, obviously the love, like, the love thing is what is is what is figured out. Like, obviously, and I said this, I said this earlier before I, brought up the whole marriage thing. I said, you know, the concept of rearing the children and making sure the children are taken care of, we're talking about a loving relationship. So those kinds of things, yeah, I, I, I know. I so, know so yeah, you're saying, what you're saying, I don't want to be 
you know, like them motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, you said this and that. But you, you're rubbing me like, like you're saying that shit. Well, okay, and and you know? I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that at Cause it, all. Because at the end of the day, if you, if you were in love with a woman and there was no tax benefit in it, you don't give a fuck. If you were in love with a man, there's no tax benefit. You don't give a fuck. So don't bring that shit to this. You know what I'm saying? It's well, about who but, you love. Because you but, might not even marry the person. Well, like, there, there are people who have been married to say, I'll never get married again. They're not worried about a tax benefit. They so are don't make not. that the most important. Like, don't I, do I, that. I, I, I know, well, I, and, and again, I, 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 never said, I never said that, you know, uh, again, I'm not a part of the poly community. So these aren't. These aren't questions that are like burning in my head and I need to get answers today. These are just things that I'm thinking of. So I'm not yeah, trying to everybody, be- I think everybody's thinking of it. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm speaking to how you're saying it. And I'm, I'm having a, 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 a moment right now because I know how people attack me when I say something they don't agree with. And I'm like, that's not what I meant. Like, why how you take that? And then I found myself being offended by what you're saying. I'm like, but maybe that's not what he meant. And and and, and, I'm, and I'm I'm trying to be not them, but be me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but I also want you to know how you're saying it. So so I'm in the middle. I'm not saying I'm not accusing you of anything. Yeah. That's so for fair. the record, I'm not accusing JB of saying anything bad. I am merely. I'm, I'm trying to get us to a point where where I understand what he really means, and he's articulating it properly. I know this nigga thirty years. He's not. Shitting on nothing, he's asking questions and, and trying to figure things out. However, I want to make sure in doing that, it's not offensive. But yeah. I know your heart, so I know you're not being offensive. Like, yeah, I don't have a question about that. Yeah, and and again, the goal is not to be offensive at all. Um, and I, I guess maybe the simplest way I can say it is this. Um, you know, my questions related to polyandry. Are going to sound somewhat infant, inf, infantile. Infantile is the word. They're going okay. to sound, they're going to sound silly or or even somewhat, you know, juvenile or underdeveloped. Because quite frankly, you know, this is something that is entirely new to me. So, um, I, you know, the only thing that I can say there is, you know. Don't take those questions as as offensive. Take them as innocent and ignorant. You know, um, almost like you know when when a little white child walks up to you. You know, maybe she's from Arizona somewhere. Never seen a black person before. Why is your skin so brown? You know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> that's the way I. That's the way I'm kind of. I, I want to kind of. Yeah. yeah but but. I, 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 what I want, what I want you to to look at, and tell me if I'm doing this. You know, you know what I don't like. So if I'm doing that to you, call me on it, cause I, I'm not trying to do it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing it, say no, you're doing it. Mm -hmm. But I don't want it to be like, um, my skin's white and yours is brown, and I don't know how to do your skin, so I'm just gonna I don't, I'd rather I just have white skin. Like, like that's kind of how you sound. Like, it, well, that's how I think you sound. And that's not how you sound, because I'm not going to put that on you, because you didn't say that. I'm going to say that's that's how I took it, and correct me, because I, I know you. So I know you not, I, I don't have no question. So, but I'm just saying how it sounds to me. 
Okay. And and and, I, and that that's the only thing I caution you on is it's like, well, my skin doesn't need sun, so why did your skin need it? And that's kind of how it sounded to me. And I and I know my gut, you're not saying that, so I'm trying to get us on the same page with me and with people that's watching. Yeah. Um. And and you know, I don't I don't really. To be perfectly frank, I don't I don't know how to frame that specific question in such a way that well, let me put it to you this way. Um, if what I said before came off that way, number one, that was not my intent. You've already established that. But more importantly, I I need to work on asking that question without it sounding that way. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask it again because I don't necessarily know I don't I don't think I'm gonna get it right yet. You know what I'm saying? So um, what I've heard is that that question is a question that that the poly and and polyamorous community yeah, yeah. that question is a question that they have already answered and considered. Um, and I hear that and understand that. But what I also don't under fully understand is number one how all of that works. I just you know I, I you know I, I'm I uh, I haven't studied enough. I haven't I haven't talked to enough people yeah. yet. And I, I would two, say in that regard, like it doesn't matter how it works because if you say how does it work, you know, with a, a man and a woman and a woman don't have a job and the man got a job, how does that work, JB? Well, it nigga. Well, then what, what you how you think it works? The one with the job does it. Like your, your question to me is irrelevant because like, I don't understand how. So if it's two men and who gets submitted, nigga, one of them, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that. that it's not a. Well, okay. It, it, it doesn't. The question doesn't make sense to me. So because and, okay. So here here's why here's why here's why I ask it because you had actually brought up earlier that. You uh, you don't marry a woman for the tax breaks or the benefits, you know, the, the benefits in the eyes of the government or, you know, all of those things. And see, my position on that would be that, yeah, you actually do because you marry the woman for love, but you make it official for those, like, that is a big part. I don't know about everybody else. But I know that's a big part of the reason why I did it. It wasn't the main reason. It wasn't exactly. Close to it, the, that's the point. It's not but, the main but reason. But it's still. Would, would you have not gotten married if there weren't tax benefits? Would you say no to your wife, ex-wife, if there were no tax benefits? Would you say no? Nah, we ain't gonna do it. It's not enough tax benefits for us. Yeah, I'm. Looking yes or no? At, yeah, would you have done that? Well, no, and here's and here's and, why. And, and that's the but, point. But but that's, here's so that, my, that's what makes your question irrelevant. But but here's what makes my question relevant is the fact that we live in America, and when you get married, those advantages, those benefits are made available for you. So within the context of creating a life partnership, it makes financial sense to get married. From but niggas get married. Uh, a man to get married to a woman who broke. A woman will get you married to a man who ain't shit. Like that—that's not a really a real consideration. But now you're making it one. But it's I'm, not really a consideration because, I'm like, like you. this. Let's say I have two women. I marry one. You know, I make a hundred thousand. She make a hundred thousand. We got that. And the third woman makes two hundred thousand. It doesn't matter. 
Now, now me and her aren't technically married, but oh, her and her aren't technically married. But the money that we all bring in is four hundred thousand a year. So whatever needs to be taken care of will be taken care of because we're a unit. Under American law, we're not. But what we do and how we choose to spend our money is. So my point is, your question to me is irrelevant and insulting because if you love someone, you're not going to go, I love you, I'm going to be with you forever. But I don't know what kind of tax breaks I get by marrying you. So I'm not going to do it. So it's it's a bullshit question. No, I mean, and here and here is where you know, respectfully, I'm trying to make this point. You, I say, I say, I love you. I want to be with you forever. I want. I'm rocking with you, ride or die. Here's the great part about this: we can get married and see these. Ta- we can see all of these other good things happen to our finances. We have made the decision to be with each other forever. But here's what we can also do, and that is and that is legally bind ourselves in marriage. Yes, things are great. It's all gravy. We are good. But you don't Unless lose the- that that in a polyamorous relationship. Because let's say it's me and Ashanti. You know I love Ashanti. And we get married. But Rihanna is also in our relationship. And now um, our marriage is for financial reasons, me and Asante is, well, I guess it would be me and Rihanna because she's the billionaire. So me and Rihanna's relationship is financial. Well, it's love and money involved. But Ashanti's there too. There's no difference. What happened? What changed? What was the difference? Except it's three incomes. Me and Rihanna married. So we get all of those benefits. But Asante lives with us and she lives with us and she, not physically, but emotionally, spiritually, lives with us. So there's no difference. Me and Rihanna, her billion, my 100,000, and Ashanti's 300,000 all together, uh, legally, it's just me and Rihanna. Oh, well, then that's, I mean, forgive but, 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 my like, yeah, but like, like, forgive, you, Again, forgive my ignorance and forgive me for not assuming that that was a part of what could happen in a polyamorous relationship. But that was actually what I was asking. And I didn't presume to paint that picture because, again, I don't know about how those relationships work. But I was literally in my mind thinking, and I shit you not, like, okay, so do two of them get married and then the other one is not married, but they still together, you know, and how does that... They may never... None of them may ever get married. Well, but... So, so that, that's an option. So you're right. That's an option, too. Yeah. But my thing I is, just, what if you date a woman and never marry her? What if, like, you know, the girlfriend you had, y'all stay together forever, but she never wanted to get married, and y'all never got married? Then you know what? You still don't get those tax breaks. You still don't get those other things. So the point is, don't, that shouldn't come up as anything. Because people stay together for 50 years and never get married. So don't bring that up. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm pretty sure I've heard you say once or twice, you didn't even want to get married again. So that that's not a really a concern for you, you see what I'm saying? Like 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 when you like when you bring that into it, to me it's like putting salt in the game. But I'm not sure. Let, let's see what Karen said. Okay, let's see. JB, hold up. I think Karen might agree with you. It works the same as monogamous relationships, except we can love many with everyone involved knowing about it. He's right. Marriages, the business contract and transaction. Ashanti can physically live with y'all if that's agreed upon. So 
Karen is kind of like, you know, she's like 50 you, 50 me. I think, Karen, if I'm wrong, correct me. But, but my point is, like, that's not a question you would ask if I said, I'm just going to be with my boo. We're not getting married, but we're going to love each other and be together forever. You wouldn't be like, what about the, the, the financial ramifications? You wouldn't do that. Yeah, so actually, like, I would, that, though. I, so I would that, ask I w- you that question, though. And that's, and that's my point, my G. Like, if you were like, if you were like yo, I love this chick. We're we going to be together forever. One of the things I would say to you is, so, you know, have, why not marriage? Right, but, but if I didn't marry her, would you tell me to not be with her anymore? Oh no 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 no! I know I know I and 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 that's I, my point. Okay, let me. Point. Well, let me let me. Because you made it like that was a deal breaker. Like, well, oh, no, I, I cool. Yeah, but forgive, you don't get the taste breaks, for, so I ain't gonna do it. Well, that's I right. never I never said I I I am not gonna do it because of no tax breaks. I think that might have been something that you know you got from what I said, but I never said that. Okay. You know, I wasn't gonna marry. You know, so, that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I'm yeah, lying with you. Yeah. So I got I got the answer to the question then, and you know, and and, and with respect, like I think these this is how these conversations need to need to happen. I agree. <laughs> you know I agree. What I'm because my answer isn't the answer. Absolutely. So someone but else it, might say we not getting married, not one, not two, not nobody, and we just going chill. Mm-hmm. And that's their answer. And somebody else might be like. We're gonna go to Nevada and you know, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? So my answer isn't the answer because I am still a newbie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So don't but get it me, isn't don't it, get me yeah. talking like the authority. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know trying to show Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 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 respectfully, you know, again, the goal is never to never to step on anybody's toes or beliefs. So it's important to be sensitive when you have these like when people are like yeah, my car doesn't yell like that. You keep talking, JB. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's, and and again, it's important on both sides for people to be respectful when you have these conversations. You know, when you get a hint or a whiff that you have offended somebody, that doesn't necessarily mean you change your opinion. What it does mean is that you endeavor to state your opinion in a way that is inoffensive, you know, because if you have respect for the person you talk to, it's not so much important specifically exactly what you said verbatim, it's what you mean and what you want Facts. to communicate it. And this is my big brother, so I want to the motherfucker understand something. This is my big brother, so we might yell at each other, but whatever, nigga. Yeah. You better yeah. not yell at him, motherfucker. This nigga always hugging on me and shit. <laughs> whatever, yeah. But look, but look, but look, look, look at this shit. Kara said she has three mates and two of them are married. So in that situation, I'm gonna try to say this right. Karen, you correct me. It could be husband and wife, they take care of their kids. Husband and wife, they take care of their kids. And then, uh, you know, boyfriend, and he does whatever he does, and she's involved in all those relationships. I'm sure that she contributes to some degree in all of those relationships, especially if they have kids, yeah, uh, there can be a contribution. But there is a level of polyamory where nobody talks to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's at that the level answer. of polyamory, she's totally out of it. Mm-hmm. She only deals with the person she's dating. Right. Doesn't deal with the family life. Doesn't deal with anything else. Um. So th- I guess that can be real too. But uh, I guess 
it's, it's, there is levels to it. Yeah. And it's, it is no black and white answer. Very and I fair. think, would Very you agree? Fair. That's yeah, where we yeah. at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the conclusion? Yeah. There's no black and white. Every absolutely. situation is different? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, again. Oh, she said I'm right. She said correct. So I finally, JB, for the first time in the history of a pod name kickback, I got something right. <laughs> I don't know if I say all that. I don't know if I say all that. What I will say is this, you know, um, uh, again, going back, like, these conversations are, these dialogues are important, and it's important for them to happen with respect. So more than anything about the, the answers to the questions. Say that again, that, JB. And when you have these types of dialogues, when you have these types of conversations, it is important for them to happen with respect. So what I actually learned from this conversation, more so than my whole thing about the family and marriage and all of that, what I actually learned is how to respectfully ask these questions of people who are involved in those situations, right? And I think that is an equally important lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, sometimes you have to tailor your language so as not to offend others. And that is, that's not a horrible thing. You feel me? Maybe he gave us the schoolhouse rock uh, public <laughs> yeah, informational yeah. guide and you nailed it. <laughs> he nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put my Mr. Rogers hat on. <laughs> Children, it's important to express your feelings, but to do so in a respectful way. Anyway. Right, right, right. <laughs> what else we got, JB? Speaking oh, of your, your, your Uncle Donald. Oh, Lord, JB's second hey, Uncle Donald. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm about to geek the fuck out. All right, so we talked about bees, whatever, nerd shit, whatever. I'm about to geek the fuck out right now. It's, you're about to officially see a real gangster geek moment. Okay, go ahead. JB's Uncle Donald I'm Trump. Not, no, he's not my uncle. Orange 45 is not my uncle. First of all, go ahead, continue. <laughs> uh, it is at the mercy of, well, not never at the mercy, but Nancy Pelosi has uh, brought upon an impeachment of Donald Trump based on his phone, in, in large part, his phone conversation with the president of the Ukraine and how that implicates him in intimidation and bullying and uh Conspiracy to cover up, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, JB, like, JB hit me like, new, we gotta address this shit. I've been reading this, I've been watching this, I've been doing this, I've been doing this. I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. He was like, no, 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 no. We're not <laughs> just gonna talk about it, nigga. Right, right. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> right. So, for everybody watching that was hoping to tune in and hear about some kicky sex, some freaky sex, or some hip hop music, or some pop culture, or what happened on Power with Tariq is coming. But right now, yeah, we're talking about this pending impeachment. And we yeah. all are Harvard graduates as of right now. JP, take it the fuck away. Timeline. First of all, timeline. So, on July 25th, the Mueller report was released. Everyone read it. Well, everyone in politics supposedly read it, and they supposedly found that there was no instances of collusion with Russia. So they say. In reality, what happened is the report was so goddamn complicated. It was 500 pages long. People couldn't really tell what the fuck they were reading because <laughs> the report was 500 pages long. How do you expect to impeach anybody with a 500-page document? Yeah, um, yeah. 
the dude from the dude from uh the Today Show. I forgot his name. Trevor Noah. Yeah. Uh, oh, he said he said you could give me the secret to eternal life, but if you put it in a 500 page book, <laughs> I'm just gonna die, my G. I'm right, good. right. I'm not reading 500 pages anyway. The Mueller report, July 25th, July 26th. The very next day, after all this bullshit just cleared, yep. Donald Trump calls up President Zelensky of the Ukraine. Now, roll the clock back. The president of the Ukraine has been trying to speak with the president of the United States for months now. The reason why is because Ukraine is being invaded by Russia. Let me say that again. We... America is America, and we tend to be very, very isolated in what we're looking at. The Ukraine is at war right now. They, Russia is attempting to annex all of the Ukraine. So, Ukraine has gone to Europe for help, has gone to Japan for help has gone to China for help, and everybody has contributed money. Europe has contributed three times as much money to the enablement of the Ukraine than the United States has at this point. Again, so we're back to July 26, this phone call. Prior to July 26, New, Congress had released $250 million in funds Sheesh. in aid to go to the Ukraine. Sheesh. This was money that was already spent. This is money that had already been allocated to the Ukraine by Congress. Donald Trump puts an immediate stop on that. He puts the brakes on that. He holds mm. the money. And then he has a phone call. Mm. Uh, and I heard the phone call. Go yeah. ahead. Okay, you heard it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. JB. So, I heard it. Okay, like, so so Slim Thug is on the phone talking to the Ukraine <laughs> Ukraine president. And, and, and Zelensky's like, Mr. President, we really thank you for your call. I mean, basically, he's new. He's he's begging for the money, right? So he's yep. like, he's like, you know, I really love that our relationship is progressing, and we'd actually like to buy some more missiles. He hits him with a money proposal. We'd actually like to buy some more missiles. Yeah, missiles, whatever, whatever, whatever. But this Joe Biden thing. We, I need you to do me a favor. Now, this is the president of the United States yep. talking to the president of Ukraine. Yep. Now, is, does he want to talk about military aid? Mm. Does he want to talk about war? Mm. Does he want to talk about the suffering in that country mm. at all? No, he wants mm. to talk about Joe fucking Biden. Dude. Right. And did you see what Trevor Noah broke down, how that conversation went? So for you guys, I, I had some comic relief here. <laughs> and he's like, he, he put up an I episode of, of The Sopranos. Yep, yep. And it was like, come here. Hey, come here, let me, let me talk to you. You have a nice family and, and lovely kids, right? It would be horrible if something happened to them, right? So I don't want anything to happen to your kids or your family. Um, but, oh, coincidentally, you know what you should do tomorrow? You should not show up for work. Right. Because if you know anything happens to you know they be trouble, anything happens to your kids and family, and I was saying in front of that, but man, if you went to work tomorrow, woo, yeah, I don't know, yeah. and that's what Trump did. Like, hey, I ain't saying you better do this. And uh, Trump act like we can't decipher code. Thank you, thank you. There's times when we on the show and JB be like, 
uh, knew what you meant was water is clean, right? <laughs> I'd be like, nah, JB, that shit was dirty. Like, knew what you meant was water <laughs> is clean, right? And I go, oh, yeah, water clean. And that's what Trump did. Am I right, JB? You're a, you're a million percent right. And it, it, it is worse than that because the Ukraine president is clearly like, like, uh, <laughs> right. right. But it's, I gave a perfect analogy. I was talking to Jeremy in a car about this whole thing. And I said, okay, so let's say, Jeremy, that um, you asked me if you could borrow uh, $5, right? And I was like, right. yeah, I got five. I got five for you. No problem. I was like, but you know what? I really need a clove right now. I could really, really use a clove right now. What would what would you do if that scenario was I'm given a, the clothes? Right. And that's exactly my point. In the back of your head, in the back of your head, in the back of your head, you're thinking, if I want this five dollars, you know, <laughs> this like none of us are stupid, going back to your point. And Jeremy was like, Well, damn, I never thought about that. And I'm like, I'm ho- I hope. I hope kickbackers that you understand that that's basically what happened. And here is the problem with that. That is illegal. That is unconstitutional. Now, if he were saying, "Oh yeah, I really want you to I really want you to look into um, you know, this corruption that's going on in your country and this problem and this that and the third and that's going to help your democracy and we need you to do that." before we give you this money. Oh, by the way, that's what Joe Biden did, and that's what Donald Trump wants to investigate. More on that later. But anyway, um, so he's sitting there, and he's holding these people's money. Again, money that he put the stops on, money that has already been authorized Mm -hmm. on a condition that is personal to him and his campaign. Mm -hmm. None of us are stupid. Who is the front runner in the Democratic Party right now, New? Joe Button. I mean, Joe Biden. Yeah, (laughs) Joe Button. Hey! Hey! So, So this happens on the, on July 26th, okay? So, now, on September 9th, a transcript, no, I'm sorry, and on uh, September 9th, a whistleblower report is released mm-hmm. by the Director of National Intelligence. Now, yep. this whistleblower report has been deemed to be a real and credible threat to the principles of American democracy. Now, here's why. Because Donald Trump and his stupid-ass crew have been doing this shit for years. They've been taking fuck-ass conversations that Donald Trump has and been moving them to the double-extra-secret vault. And they've been doing this shit for years now, right? And again... Donald Trump likes to think that he's smarter than everybody in America, but this is a, yet again another one of these circumstances where he's not. Because this guy's like, oh yeah, here comes another transcript. Here comes another phone call from Trump. And he's trying to make it super extra secret again. I, you know, I better, I better yeah. take a look yeah. again. You yeah. know? And then he heard this shit. And he was like, whoa. Like, whoa. Because what you hear on the call is the president of the Ukraine being like, yeah, Mr. President, and we really want to get this. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. 
Ban 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 ban. In win bubbles. In win bantan bubbles. Guandanalala. And over and over and over again. And so the whistleblower sent the report. It made its way to Congress. All of a sudden, magically, amazingly, on September 11th, the Ukraine gets their money. Again, we're stupid though, right? <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Nancy Pelosi gets this report and she starts an impeachment inquiry, what she calls. And what that means is that she is polling the other Democrats in Congress to see whether or not they would be willing to vote for impeachment. Okay. So here's what happened. Over the course of the next two weeks, this blew up all over all over TV, all over CNN, all over MSNBC. And for those of you who want to check the facts on everything that we've laid down right now, I'd encourage you to uh, look for Fact Checker Ukraine Scandal. Let me say that again. Fact Checker Ukraine Scandal. Oh. This is a YouTube video. It lays out the whole timeline, and it's actually put out by the Washington Post. So it's credible, mm. right? Okay, now you can look at that. You can also go to CNBC's European channel um, and you can look up Ukraine scandal timeline and they will lay out the whole timeline for you. New In the course of digging through all of this information, I got to learn a lot more about a lot more fucked up shit Donald Trump has done. Because, because what they learned in this transcript new or when this transcript came out is... This guy doesn't just mention the Zelensky call. He's like, yeah, so then I started, you know, I, after this shit, I was like, yo. So he's like, I went back, and he's like, there are a couple of other calls that that are guys. This, this, this Takashi 4-5. Oh, he's this going. Takashi 6-9. He, he, Takashi 4-5. You got damn right. You got damn right. This nigga's going in. Here's what else he said. He said 12 of the motherfuckers in the White House knew about it. Hey. Yeah, so that Takashi 6-9 parallel. Hey. Here's the difference, though. This is this guy's job to do that. There's actually a whistleblower law in place in the United States government that protects people who whistleblow corruption inside of the federal government. By law, he is protected. By law, his identity is protected. Because again, yes, he is a snitch, but it's the, we need, government. the government. We need, we need government snitches. snitches. <laughs> like, there it is, right? So all of this has gone down. Right now, at this point, Nancy Pelosi has 228 of the 218 required votes she needed to go to impeachment. So impeachment will happen. They're saying that they might vote to send an impeachment, uh, an impeachment uh, uh, resolution up to the Senate before Thanksgiving. They are not planned. They have already subpoenaed the transcripts, all of the other calls, America. This is why this is so fucked up. Our president tried to shake down a president of another foreign country so that he could dig up dirt on his did political see, opponent. Did you see the president of Ukraine in the, in the, the oh uh, my god press never never have I seen nothing. somebody bitched no, out like no. that? I I I, I no I yeah, don't, yeah. don't pressure. 
No Trevor Noah me. hit that right on the head too, because he was like, "Did you see how that nigga looked? He looked like he was under more pressure than anybody in North right. America." Right, right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. So Trump clarified it. What he said was, okay. "I ain't do shit." So, so, so sit up straight, like you know, you the king. So that's Donald Trump, and here's this dude. So I believe that uh, you know I'm not. I'm not what he told it, y'all was I ain't do shit. But what I I not push it. In he told any, y'all it was no pressure. I not push it in any way. I not feel any <laughs> any any threat from you. And we we gonna get canceled. We gonna get canceled. <laughs> we gonna cancel our show. I'm I'm like, JB like, impersonated the Russian guy. <laughs> I'm like this motherfucker, he is in total like punk Ukrainian. mode. Like like yes yes massa. Please please don't please don't hit me on the back again. Please right. Don't, please don't right. beat me. Right. This shit is going on on national TV, y'all. And what makes this shit so horrible and so dangerous is that he's been doing this for years now and now he's coming out yeah. and saying oh yeah i take i take information from russia again he said that out loud i take information from russia again yep said it out loud national tv yep. nbc cnn That's you can boy. look up you can look up the footage people JB you uncle. can find I'm just saying, JB. Come on, man. I'm just saying. Anyway. Family tree. Anyway. Family tree. Nobody think, wins in the family feud. I think I've gone crazy enough on this one, new because this shit is ridiculous. Just keep your eyes open again. Um, you know, Ukraine scandal, Ukraine, Ukraine scandal timeline, Trump impeachment on YouTube. They will let everything out for you. Don't spend too much time on MSNBC because they go a little Democrat crazy. Um, but... CNN's running it. Um, NBC is running it. Uh, regular NBC is running it. Okay. CBS okay. is running it. Okay. And you can see all of this shit on YouTube. What about the overseas channels? Yes, the BBC has, has shows on it. Okay. I just pointed out CNBC's British, uh, British outlet that does a really, really nice timeline on the whole okay. scandal. So, yeah, there is international coverage you can check out as well. And my thing is, folks, let's just be informed about what the fuck is going on, and let's make sure that we write, speak out, email, influence our congressional leaders so that they do the right thing which is impeach Donald Trump and remove him from the office. Oh, by the Absolutely. way, oh by the way, the Senate, the Republican Senate voted unanimously to subpoena the transcription files for the calls, all of them. And Boom. and the full whistleblower report. So they're taking it seriously too. Uh we are in uh 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 22nd what we call it rapid fire. We are a rapid fire right gotta now. Gotta be now. <laughs> so our what the fuck story of the week is the shooting of Botham Jean and the court trial is underway. The uh, accuser, I don't remember her name exactly, the white woman. Uh, Amber. Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. Is, uh, uh, she's been on, on the stand. She said that, you know, she's so sorry it happened. She wished it wouldn't have happened. She wished he had the gun. He had the gun instead of her. And she's so sorry. And no, bitch. No, bitch. No, you're going to jail. That's yeah. all I got to say about her. There it is. There it is. There it is. <clears throat> Moving on to our Donald Trump 
Shut Up Stupid Award, Orange 45 Award, goes to Eddie Murphy because Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy is now jumping up and apologizing for the jokes that he told in Delirious and Raw, something that he did well over 30 years ago. And now because of all of this, everything that's going on with uh, the different communities, he feels it necessary to apologize for something that he did when he was in his 20s, 30 years ago. And it was a joke, you know, knew, so what the fuck? Yeah, it's a joke. Um, you, you can be like, oh, I appreciate him apologizing. But I didn't, I never heard Eddie Murphy say anything disrespectful to the gay community. I heard him make fun of them. I didn't hear anything disrespectful. He didn't say, like, I want to kill them all, fuck the faggots. He never said that. He just made jokes about how their mannerisms and how they talked. And, you know, it's a joke, bitch. So um, I'm trying to get canceled, JB. It's a joke, bitch. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Murphy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Do your comedy and, and, and keep it fucking moving, man. Like, yeah. come on, though. It was a different world back then. Yeah. We've all done shit like that. It's no reason to... Uh, yeah. Moving on. Exactly. Next. Exactly. Our Nipsey Hustle Grind and Shine Awards go to two important winners. Number one, Savannah State, the first historically black college or university to win the National Cheerleaders Championship. Hey! hey. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the sisters. Yeah, Shout man. Shout out to our this sisters. Is, hey. This is a huge historic moment. Shout out to them. We love you. We love you for all of that. Moving on, our second Nipsey Hustle Grind and Shine Award winner goes to this kid in Pennsylvania. I totally forgot his name, and I apologize for that. But he ran for 702 yards and 10 touchdowns in a single One game. Single One game. game. Young, I couldn't do that shit on Madden if I wanted to. Knew. I ain't gonna lie. Back in my day, before I broke my ankle, I could do it. But I can't do it now, so we're gonna give him all the credit. <laughs> Fuck does your ankle have to do with Madden? I couldn't do it then. <laughs> you know? Like, what? <laughs> okay. But those numbers are ridiculous. And yeah. shout out to him. Shout out to his coach. Shout out to his school. Shout out to the state of Pennsylvania. It is history in the making. They made it to ESPN. Yeah. And it was yeah. great. Well, 702 I mean, fucking yards in one game. So here's 10 touchdowns. This is like some Wilt Chamberlain shit, though, because the final score of the game was 107 to 90. That's basketball numbers. This is a no, football no, that's game. not even high school basketball no. numbers. That's NBA basketball right. numbers. <laughs> 107 to 90. The fuck was going on? Anyway, their defense, their defensive coaches need to be fired. Unfortunately, that is the answer. Um, on Netflix and Chill, we got a couple things going on. Indeed. The I Land mm -hmm. on Netflix. It's only seven episodes. Mm -hmm. They're 30-something minutes apiece. I watched it in two days, and it was a very, very good show. I am, I would be livid if it doesn't come back until a year from now. Wow. It was that good, and it was that short. Okay, okay. It was like a great quickie, mm -hmm. like a great quickie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've also got another interesting turn with uh, Netflix and Chill segment because the new Joker movie is coming out soon. New, um, mm -hmm. But the government has been warning military personnel to be extra vigilant 
and be worried because there is a there is a group called the what the hell the incels. The incels are this underground group of you know I don't even know what you want to call them, but they have been saying that they are going Domestic to terrorists. yeah yeah well there it is, is that, that a good that works. Yeah, that works perfectly, especially if they're saying that they're going to start going and shooting up movie theaters in places where the Joker is filmed. Now, this scares me for two reasons. One, these crazy fuckers are out there talking about they're going to shoot up movie theaters because the Joker is this inspirational figure to them. So then you kill people. Okay. Um, anyway, um, <clears throat> number two, now they're alerting military to be on high alert. So these are highly mm -hmm. trained professional killers now going to movie theaters looking around for somebody to shoot. Um, this is and all I, bad. And, and that person's probably going to look like us, right? This is it's all probably not going to be a white man or a white woman or a black woman or a transgender. It's probably going to be a black man. Yeah, which is why I will not be attending. Uh, I will not I be going, going to see Joker in the even. theater. Um, I, so I understand my oppression. There it is. I'm not going. There it is. I there know who they're going to look at the first, at first. You know, They should be looking at white men. That's what they should be looking at. Yeah. Then the motherfuckers, they be shooting shit up. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, but I understand. Somehow they're never. I ain't pre going. Somehow they're never prejudged for all their, uh, you know, uh, preceding actions. Though that's interesting how that works. Though. Good point. Good point. Uh, <laughs> so uh, moving on, Fifty Cent has bought <clears throat> uh, Takashi Six the rights to the Takashi Six Nine story from Shadi. Did yeah, I get that yeah, correct? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so this is a big deal because obviously yeah. this is the this is the hottest hip hop story out right now. Everybody Period. is all over it. Yeah, it's it's like the OJ trial, corny yeah, your phrase. Yeah, you said yeah. that earlier, new. Um, so this is a big deal because if he does something that's on like stars or something like that, new, it could be a really, really popular uh movie or whatever. And it's him. an interesting story. I mean like this this yeah. kid, the Mexican kid, yeah. wasn't a gangster, decided to do a video, got all the bloods from his neighborhood to be in this video, the shit blew up. They decided to manage him and, and do the record label. And then they, they everybody he had beef with, they shot at him, tried to kill him. And then he got arrested. They got arrested on racketeering charges. And now he's in jail. And now he's snitching on everybody that helped him out. This is a story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know, it, it's just another boss move by Fifty, right? Grabbing these rights this early because it gives them the ability yeah. to put something out while it's popping. You know, yeah, he ain't got to yeah. wait two years and then do the Takashi nope. Six Nine story, and we didn't forgot about what the fuck he did happened. Next year, when Takashi get out of jail, he'll be coming out of jail to the story. Right. Right, that's dope. That's really dope. Um, shout 50, out to 50, 50 Smart, 50 Smart. Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about uh, that. On YouTube, y'all should watch Compersion. There are two seasons on there. Now, I know what it means to be compersive in a relationship, in a polyamorous relationship. I, I am not sure about Compersion. I am going to watch it. Thank you, Karen. Um, I think that I'm pretty compersive, um, but you just... I didn't know this show existed. So you just opened my eyes to something else. Certainly you're sounds shit. interesting. You're the shit. Being, being compressive is having a partner. Like, let's say you're dating Beyonce. Mm -hmm. but she's married to Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. And you're supportive of her relationship with Jay-Z. You know, it, it, separate from your relationship with her. And you're supportive and you're encouraging. 
That's being compressive. Oh, okay. I get it now. I think I do. I think I do. That's the best way I got it. And Karen, you correct me if I'm wrong. I do not claim to be the authority. I'm learning. Karen, I mean, I Karen's, Karen's been acting like our resident poly expert today. We appreciate your Karen Hell yeah. commentary. Hell yeah. I've certainly learned a lot from you today. So, again, shout out to you, and I appreciate that. Uh, what's your dynamic? <laughs> Holla at your boy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's our next topic, Jimmy? <laughs> this guy. This guy. Well, um, we can do orgasm, or we could drop in. I was right. She said, I'm right. I'm right. See, JB, I be knowing a little bit of shit sometimes. I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Um, so we got eargasm. Um, you know, the baby, the baby dropped his new album this week. I enjoy it. I like it. Um, it's a little more personal than some of his music, which makes it a plus for me. Um, Gangstar. I think we talked about Gangstar. Did we yeah, talk we about Gangstar about, last week? Yeah, we did. We, we did. talked about them last week. Mm-hmm. Um. Find a partner and kickback playlist weekly on Apple Music. I have been lying and saying it's on Spotify. It is on Spotify, but it has not been updated. I promise you I will update it tomorrow on Spotify, Spotify listeners. But for all the new music, rap, R&B, you know, the little soccer, the little, you know. <laughs> hey, Sean Paul got a new record, uh, Burner Boy, you know, um... All of that is on the the playlist. So um, give me an opportunity to update Spotify tomorrow. If you're on Apple, it's it's updated. Give me a chance tomorrow to update it. Uh, And Alina Baraz has new music out, four songs, off her new album have been released. And um, it's a lot of good music out. If you're listening on Apple Music, a pod named Kickback Playlist that updates every Friday. Is updated, and I promise, I promise, I will update the Spotify version tomorrow. I gotta apologize to my co-host right now because I did not check out the playlist at all this week. Um, last week, you know, I was all I was all about um, Griselda, uh, Griselda, right? Um, <laughs> digging them. I didn't listen to it at all this week. Because I was I was on YouTube videos like everywhere okay. all the time. He's on your gangster geek shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man, but I, I, I will de- I will I will carve out some time and and check out and check it out because you know that 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 forty five minute drive to work it. Yeah, the YouTube videos are starting to repeat themselves at this. Yeah, point. It gets you so, there and back because it's about a two hour playlist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. Because it's songs I can't get rid of. I'm like, I should take this song off the playlist. You know, what I we can't do been. it. I can't do it. I expect I should have brought my speakers so we could have played that jump while we was moving. That would have been perfect. I don't know why I didn't uh, think of that because yeah, that would have been yeah. perfect. Anyway. That would have been. That would have been. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um. Actually, JB, I'm going to save the top 50 NBA players for next week. I was just about to suggest that. We can go deep into that. Yes. And then we'll talk about today. My Cowboys are playing the Saints now. Hopefully we win. It's 0-0. Yeah. And your Redskins Redskins got Molly. They got Molly by the sorry-ass, unwinless Giants. But they won one game. 
So the Giants I told you that was going to be a tough game for us. I told yeah, you. It shouldn't have been a loss. It, yeah, go, Dak. Was, go, Dak. Go, Dak. Yeah, How about was, them Cowboys? Anyway, I got to hear this shit tomorrow because my <laughs> boss at work is a Cowboys but you know fan, what? too. You're beating me in, in a pod name. Playlist. <laughs> Not playlist. Uh, uh, fantasy league. Fantasy league. So I'm in yeah. like three, four different fantasy leagues and JB in a couple as well. But we have a pod named Kickback Playlist. Fantasy uh, league. A fantasy league. My bad. And at about 4 o'clock, I was beating JBS. When we started the show at 7, he was kicking my ass. <laughs> yeah, and now it's... <laughs> I'm just going to let y'all see My that. God, man. <laughs> JB has beat me by 1,000 points. I don't even know why. They can't see that shit at all. Look at how horrible that looks. Oh, yeah, they can see it. But, yeah, I, I'm losing the fuck. <laughs> yeah, these, so. things, these things happen. I got, I, it wasn't a good week for me last week, so it is what it is, you know. But that's a part of the game. I feel good this week because I... I made some last minute. You know, I'm not one for my last minute changes. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta, you know, pop my collar hey, a little gotta, bit. Pop my collar a little bit. Made some, made some last minute switches and pickups, and 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 it's working out for me this week in both of my leagues. I was a little worried about the other one, but that one's turning around for me too. Yeah, so. That league I'm playing EJ, I nephew, and I'm kicking his ass. And he gonna be mad. EJ is what nine, ten. <laughs> He's a 11. 11. Yeah. He, he mad at me right now. All right. Fuck you, Uncle New. I'm beating his ass. And that's a money league. Our partner kickback league is a free league. Right. And, uh, and because of Randy League, I'm getting my ass kicked too. I'm like, well, God damn. But yeah. I, I'll make some money. I will make some money this year, regardless. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably gonna leave. Well, it depends on what Kamara does. It, it, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna lose though, cause he he's got Kamara and Lutz ain't gonna do shit. But he's got Kamara and Kamara mm. could pick up some big points. I mean, he's behind, yeah. and I got Bernard. Bernard ain't gonna do shit. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll, we'll monitor. Indeed, um, indeed. But for the record, on the partner and kickback, which is what our show is, JB kicking my ass right now. I don't feel bad because if he beats me today, I beat him on our second meeting. God <laughs> damn it! Yeah, it's always two. It's always two. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, let's see if the Cowboys score right here. Witten. Nope. Nope. Nobody got it. Mm-mm. He threw that away. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. We've mm-hmm. had uh, September has been the best month yes. as far as us being on the podcast. That's right. You were supposed to give history. us the Nipsey Hustle Award. We should have got it. We should have got it. Yeah, yeah. We having our best month ever. Thank you for that. And that's solely because of you. Indeed. Um, thank you for listening on uh, Spotify, on Apple Music, on it's that other one I can never think of the name of it. Google Podcasts, and it's another one that's really high. It's our third most listened. Um, YouTube. It's not YouTube. It's it's a it's a it's a, a podcast site. But shout out to our YouTube viewers, mm-hmm. our YouTube viewership. Definitely thank you to you, um, and Facebook people that watch it live. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks because for when we in. make comments, it's to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, shout out to everybody. Um, 
Yeah, this who goes Facebook, back and listens to old shows. Right. This Facebook thing is a key aspect of our show because it allows us to interact with you, our fans, our viewers, our listeners. And we love to bring y'all into the living room with us, right? And, we call it yeah, a kickback. Y'all are the kickback girls. Hey. And we appreciate you. And what we'll do is uh, the new show will be up. Monday. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. And um, we haven't had guests in a couple weeks. October might be different. We tried to do the time of September with no guests. And uh, we did it. We didn't try to do it. We did it. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, pretty face or two yeah, on I, the couch again. I got some, I got some, some sprinkles there. There, there, some we sprinkles. there we go. Man, mm-hmm. they're going to get us uh, Jetson, Jasmine, and uh, King Noir. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get back into our sex talk because we kind of got away from that today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, some part of some important things that we needed to cover off. Um, you know, and sex is one of them sometimes. So, you know, we definitely want to get back to that again. Good night and God bless y'all. We love Pollyween. <laughs> I will see you guys at Pollyween later. Uno, we out.